TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? going everybody welcome to episode 128 of the topless robot podcast my name is ryan i'm tyler sometimes i'm brooks and i'm sorry you had to hear all that (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm sure they love it so uh now that we uh finally have uh kaylin back i wanted to get uh kaylin's opinion on um uh bloodstained coming to blasphemous Oh, shit. To start, um, I love Blacksmiths. I have played it and beat it, and then I beat it again with each of the uh, uh, penitences that came with the last DLC. Imposed different challenges on you throughout the game, like no mana, not bars, and stuff like that. So I beat it like four or five times. I love that game. Um, I've never played Bloodstained. And uh, so I, I need to go. I need to play it because I want to revisit Blasphemous again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, is, is it out? Like out? Yeah. out? I don't, I don't yeah. think the DLC I, is I, out yet. I checked. I checked it after we we talked. We talked about it, and the update uh, told me all about all about that stuff. I couldn't access it, but I also haven't beaten the game. So, and I saw that they added like an arcade machine in the game that you can like find and like play like a retro or version of things. So like, yeah, I need to, I need to get back into it. Cause I love that game. Maybe uh, I indie game. They, they made a significant uh, change to like the, the, the title cards and stuff too. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Cause I, I know they did it with the last DLC. It was really pretty. I liked it. <laughs> That might have also been from that too. It's been a, it had been a minute since I had fired it up because uh, I got stuck and got distracted by Hollow Knight instead. So yeah, the right. new free DLC is called uh, Strife and Ruin, and it's out. It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it uh, came out on February eighteenth. Awesome! That's exciting. I love he that. Hang, he hangs up and goes and plays it right immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I'm out. I, w- I wouldn't hang up. I would just. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bloodstained yes, is a lot of fun. If you're uh, a Metroidvania fan or if like, you're a fan of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, then Bloodstained is a great game. It's an absolutely great game. Um, it's an Egovania without being a Castlevania game. So. It's, uh, it up. it's pretty dorky, too. I love it. Oh, I think one of the reasons I never picked it up is because of all the problems it had on Switch. Yeah, they did resolve those. I still wouldn't play it in docked mode because it looks pretty fucking ugly in docked mode. Uh, It looks fine in handheld mode, but man, it suffers in docked mode. Um, Really? Frame rates rates are fine. Well, it's just kind of muddy. You know, like when it's like there aren't any graphical enhancements for putting it into dock mode, except they they, like up the resolutions and the textures of the 
of everything are all still pretty low res for the 720p screen. So good thing I have a tiny TV. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, a really, really great game. And they did eventually uh, get it running uh, to an acceptable degree on the Nintendo Switch. Um, it's definitely kind of pales in comparison to its next-gen console counterparts, as you might expect. Um, but uh, it's still perfectly playable. It was horrible when it came out, right? Had, oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't able to... <clears throat> Yeah, and Way I back in the yesteryears, I bought it on sale and still uh, had some problem, some problems with it. In like, I can't remember. I downloaded it and it launched it, and it crashed immediately. And <laughs> I had to restart my switch in order for it to start up. Holy crap! Yeah, I'm glad that they that. It, they resolved it, but I'm also glad that it ended up a decent game because I was kind of worried about it. Um, I didn't want it to be like a Mighty Number no. Nine situation. Where yeah, we the shit out of this original creator's like new version of the game for it to like be trash. So I, I thought Mighty Number no. Nine. Please don't ever say that. <laughs> Please don't ever say that name in my presence again. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Mighty Number no. Nine. Number Nine. Wasn't that the Mighty guy who no. like the original Mega Man guy? Yep. It was. <laughs> I think we might have killed folks. <laughs> we broke him. Um, the, uh, yeah, and it, I mean, I think everyone was kind of worried about that because it was around the same time as Mighty Number no. 9 actually released, I think, when uh, Iga did the campaign. And people were a little concerned, but overall. Because of Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Because of sucks. Mighty Number no. 9. Mighty number nine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was because of Mighty number nine. Mighty number nine, which was like a Mega Man. Yeah, it's a Mega Man, Mega Man game. It's Mega Man Canon, in fact. Updated Mega Man game. I heard it was one of the best Mega Man games. Mighty number sixty (laughs) nine. Nice. Um. But yeah, there are some things that they failed to deliver on uh, that they promised in the. Uh, Kickstarter campaign. So one of the things that Bloodstained was going to be adding was a um, procedural mode, like a, a roguelike mode. And it ended up, I guess, being too technically challenging for them to implement. So they still have in instead of it, their compromise was they released a randomizer. Um, yeah. OK. But yeah. I haven't I mean, uh, played it. I'll just I'll just play Dead Cells if I really want that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the uh, they also recently came out with a classic mode, which is like classic Castlevania style. So that's pretty interesting. Um, so none of the <laughs> RPG elements that were made uh, uh, normal by mm-hmm. Symphony of the Night and things like that is like classic Castlevania. So you just hit things until they die. Yeah, pretty much. And you get whip upgrades, you know, like and and stuff like that. But you've got a yeah. whip and you can only move on a, you know, 2D plane. And like even the way that you climb stairs is classic mode. The fucking knockback is classic mode, which sucks. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, thanks. OK, I'm in. 
but it is kind of one of those. Again. It's like a love letter to the Castlevanias of the past. And then I, they I, released. Didn't they also release like an eight bit? version yeah two of them now uh there are two of them uh okay. done by inti creates uh and uh they're really well, the good make really Zero. really good yeah yeah so. i um I, I actually played uh the the 8-bit one before i got a chance to get uh my hands on uh curse of the moon same because uh, it came out it. it came out before uh curse of the moon yeah. came out yeah, I think it came out like uh, um, like a month or something like that before. No, Curse was... of the Moon is the name of the of the eight bit one. Okay, what's the name of the um, of the ritual not... of the night? Is Bloodstained? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because uh, this is the ritual of the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have a physical copy of uh, Bloodstained: Circle of the Moon, uh, like a limited edition uh, physical copy. That was made by Limited Run Games for uh, PlayStation Vita. Oh, and it's like modeled to look like an NES uh, box and stuff like that. It's great. Not like it's modeled to be a PS Vita box. <laughs> Big yeah. sticker on it says "Not for Resale." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a game that I had never heard of uh, dropped. A couple of days ago, I think. And mm. uh, the reason that it caught my attention is because it is a Devolver Digital published game. And we all know how we feel about Devolver Digital. Uh, the things Would that they release we, tend to be like very fucking good. And uh, um, so I was very curious. So I bought the game sight unseen. Like I just got a, a notification on Steam because I follow uh, Devolver Digital on Steam. And it's like, got an announcement that this game was released and it's called loop hero. And okay. <clears throat> so I looked at, you know, the screenshots and stuff like that. And I couldn't make any sense of the way the game worked, but I bought it anyway. <laughs> Started playing it yesterday. I've got like six hours in and it's great. Um, the premise is that the world has been destroyed by the lich. And for some reason you are still alive but you have trouble remembering most things. And uh, so you can't, basically you go out on expeditions and uh, fight things and in doing so are remembering the world around you. And Ooh. so what happens is your character is represented by a very lo-fi little pixel uh, thing on a circular path. And they follow on this path and you can see the monsters represented where they're spawning on your path and whatnot. And you've got a, a day counter as as the day goes by. Um, when you go into fights, you're completely hands off. Your character does the fights for you. And then you get drops from that. And that'll be uh, armor and uh, weapons and things like that. And so you can equip those and you can even equip those mid fight, even just by hovering over the items in your inventory, it pauses the fight so you can equip whatever you want. But when you when you equip something, you lose what you're replacing permanently. And uh, which isn't really a problem because they give you an influx of gear 
like on a regular basis with every single fight because you start out with nothing you start out fighting barehanded and and stuff like that and you have to actually beat some things in order to get equipment uh another thing that you'll get from those fights are cards and those cards are representative of elements that you can place in the world. And some of those things can be placed on your path in order to change the biome of the path. And some of those things can be placed outside of the path, like mountains and things like that. And by placing these, they have an impact on the stats of your character. So uh, mountains and rocks. If you place a mountain, you get plus five hit points for every adjacent mountain that gets placed to a mountain tile. Um, And if you do a grid of nine mountains or rocks, it turns into a mountain peak, which will spawn harpies and give you a permanent 120 hit point boost. So by going through this loop you change the loop and you change the world and you increase the monsters that you encounter and the variety of monsters that you encounter and at a certain point and so there's a campfire that marks the start and end of every loop uh though many days will pass as you're you're going through the loop um so with that campfire that is your safe escape. So if you feel like things are getting too uh, difficult and you might die on your next run, on your next loop, then once you get to the campfire, you can escape and take all the resources that you've gathered from that run in order to build up your base at the campfire, which uh, improves future runs and actually gives you more cards to be added to your deck that you can get from defeating monsters and and stuff like that uh, and unlock more classes. So like, for example, the first class that you start as is warrior. And uh, when you unlock one of the buildings at the campsite, you unlock the rogue. And the rogue's equipment layout is is very different. They can dual wield weapons and, uh, you know, your stat bonuses and focuses shift for the rogue character for, like, you know, avoiding attacks and counters and stuff like that. It's really neat. I, uh, I, I, while you were talking about it, I, was, I, I took a look at their website and uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, actually, the website's kind of weird. Uh, it's very throwback. Um but uh, that the loop system looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's a very interesting way to approach this kind of thing. I would actually want I mean, it looks like something that I would want to play like on a mobile device. It would you probably I mean? suit itself pretty well to a touch interface for sure. Yeah. yeah Especially since we're hands off with the combat. So there's not a whole lot of risk and death. Not a ton. I mean, when you die, you only keep 30% of the resources that you've gathered from the loop. Uh, And if you retreat uh, in the middle of a loop, so not at a campsite, you keep 60% of the resources that you uh, gained on that loop. And if you retreat uh, at the campsite, you keep 100%. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff. Like uh, one Hmm. of the cards that you can get is Grove, and that changes the path, you know, where you place it into a Grove biome. So you it'll spawn different enemies in that Grove and you can make that a long train or whatever. But what's important about the Grove is that there's another card called that you unlock called Blood Grove that you can only place next to Grove tiles off off the path. 
and they cover a certain area around them. And when you're in those areas of influence of, of the blood grove, then you uh, defeat <coughs> enemies down to 15% of their health, and then the blood grove eats them. Brian, I'm disappointed. You have a cool thing to say, like blood grove, and you're saying it normally every time. <laughs> blood grove. Blood grove. Blood grove. Blood grove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really That's surprised me. Like the lamp. Yeah, I should say it. I shouldn't say it surprised me because Devolver Digital, <laughs> duh. But um, just like I've never been so. Uh, well rewarded for taking a blind risk on a game like that. Way to go, Devolver Digital, keeping Ryan nice and on, on, I can't. On, I'm on the sound. I'm uh, getting mm-hmm. over the not fighting your fights thing. That weird at all? Not really. No, I've, I, I've, because I that's not like the I've focus played, of the game. I feel like I've played some games uh, that had a more had more of a hands off thing like that and. I think there are PC games from back in the day, but I don't know. It, yeah. it seems like I'd, I'd give it a try. It's like, um, you know, think of it like Dungeon Keeper. Like, you mm-hmm. don't fight your fights in Dungeon Keeper. You just set up, you know, to <laughs> make it so your minions can win those fights. And, uh, you know, so the game isn't an RPG. It isn't a fighting game. So... That being hands off makes sense. There's plenty of game to be had that's not those fights. Yeah, you get to navigate menus. <laughs> Is it only on Steam? I'm not sure. Um, I th- I know that it it doesn't have controller support. Like I tried to um, uh, start it up with my controller for the very first time and just didn't recognize it. So I think right now it's only on Steam. It, 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 it that that makes sense. Um, hopefully they they port it to something soon. Like like I said, I would actually like to play this game on my phone. Yeah, I would. Looks be, like a, looks like a good bathroom. That could be a good Switch game too. Just like mm-hmm. it looks yeah. exactly like the kind of game I'd want to play on the Switch. I wouldn't be surprised if it. Let's see, platforms: Mac OS, Microsoft Windows, Linux, Macintosh operating systems. Yeah, so uh, only PC, only computer. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up, oh, this is a very cool website. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up on um, a mobile device or something like that. Because like I said, this the style of gameplay absolutely lends itself to touch controls. Especially, I mean, it just seems like a game, at least what what I'm seeing on these previews and stuff, it seems like a game that I wouldn't want to be sitting at my computer playing, like, nonstop. I'd rather be playing it while, like, watching TV or, like, you know, like a... Like a mm-hmm. It's a little bit more passive. It's At least that's what it sounds like. Yeah, man, a toilet pastime. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's passive because you do still really kind of have to pay attention to what's going on. Things yeah. can happen pretty fast. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is, so on the website, it basically like mimics the game very well. Uh, when you're scrolling through, in the top right, it says what round you're on, because you can actually scroll through everything on the screen. Like when you get to the bottom of the website, it just starts back over at the top and it shows you more content, like different content, different loops and stuff like that. 
But it's, it, I, I think it's a clever, a clever website. Yeah. Can you add a, a spot on the soundboard that's just our automatic approval whenever we're going to talk about Devolver stuff? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, one thing that, a pretty good way of saying that. Just one thing that I really enjoy uh, about this kind of game is uh, so like the whole putting an arrangement of rocks or mountains in a three by three grid in order to make a mountain peak. That's never told to you. You're not you're never told that it's just something that happened. I was like, oh, shit. OK, cool. I guess that that's a thing or uh, <laughs> treasuries um, with treasuries. Uh, they give you a random resource uh, f- every time you place something next to it. And once you fully surround it, it becomes an abandoned treasury that uh, spawns gargoyles. So like and even stumbling on these things that change the world, that make noticeable changes in the world, give you a specific resource called like metamorphosis or something like that, uh, that you can use for for building stuff back at the camp uh, campsite. But it's just neat to stumble on, you know, like, oh, they never tell you that meadows. Sure, you can place a meadow and get the resource from the meadow. But you'll get more resources from that meadow if you place it next to something else that you've placed. That's not a meadow. Like a blood grove. (laughs) Blood grove. So yeah, I oh, highly recommend it. It's something like twelve bucks on uh, on uh, Humble's website. I bought it on uh, the Humble store, and mm, so absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it on a fifteen percent discount. Yeah, super worth well, it. And how? <laughs> Thanks, Devolver Digital, for keeping. They the topless keep robot team endlessly entertained. Seriously, dude, they release some of the most interesting and and fun uh, games. Like conceptually, this I've never played anything like this before. Bloop, right? That what it's called? Hero, hero loop, or loop hero? Loop, scoop, and boogie. Death loop. I heard you say floop because I hear. Floop. I'm hearing you say floop because every time your sound it just kind of breaks out a little bit. So floop. I'm hearing you say floop and it's making me laugh. I flooped the pig. <laughs> yes, indeed. Talking about Devolver Digital just makes me want to go back and play Heave Ho. I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Heave Ho was a lot of fun. Heave Ho was, was a ton a of fun. Yeah. I don't think I've laughed so hard playing a game in a very long time. God, that was time. fucking hilarious. Uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I miss couch co-op. Yeah. <laughs> I miss couch. <laughs> I've been on the couch forever. This whole year. <laughs> we'll get back to it sooner rather than later. Uh, I guess that takes us to our next uh, uh, topic of... Uh, uh, Texas being idiots and uh, uh, getting rid of the mask mandate in Arizona not to be upstaged by uh, Texas decided to remove uh, pretty much all of their uh, regulations. And uh, so all restaurants and bars and venues can open to 100 percent capacity now. I'm very disappointed by Arizona right now, not only for that reason, but also for fucking Kirsten Cinema being a huge bitch. Oh yep. my god! And uh, one of our fucking state senators is the reason that uh, uh, we're not getting a fifteen dollar uh, minimum wage. 
Did you see the way that she voted no? Mm -hmm. The way that she voted no, she was trying to uh, she was trying to channel those McCain vibes uh, when McCain uh, voted against uh, repealing Obamacare. That was funny. I miss I, I, I loved that one. Not the Christian Cinema one. Yeah. I will say with the whole $15 minimum wage, and I, I feel like we probably wouldn't have gotten the uh, stimulus to pass through the Senate if it was still attached at the end. Mention whatever whatever that dude who says he's a Democrat but really isn't uh, probably would have voted against it and wouldn't have gotten through the Senate. So. Uh, Joe, well, so Joe Manchin is one Manchin, of, uh, the senators who voted against it. Uh, uh, Kristen Sinema is another one. And then there were six more Democrats who voted against, uh, the minimum wage hike. They're all millionaires. Yep. Yeah. And they're all paid, paid by our tax dollars. But what about the business owners? Why can't they get not to gay people if they wanna? It's sad that people make, you know, are still making like seven dollars an hour some places. That's nothing. Yep. Yeah. You live on that. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Even Arizona has it up. Uh, what's our minimum wage here? Is it it's 11 like now? eleven? Yeah. Yeah. National uh, minimum wage is seven twenty-five. Which hasn't changed for how long? Very long time. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's dumb. It's almost when movies cost a dollar. When I first <laughs> joined the workforce, minimum wage was five dollars and fifteen cents an hour. Um, I think when I joined, it was. Uh, I think we'd made eight something. I, I think I think it had it, been there. I think I made like six or seven at Starbucks. I'm pretty sure when I was working at Spencer's, I was making five fifteen an hour. When I started working at Target, I was making seven ten, but Target paid ten cents above minimum wage. Mm. So I think, and that was uh, two de- or decade and a half ago, almost. Wow! So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. In the ancient of days, I was working at Spencer's twenty-two years ago. <laughs> Before you were born, <laughs> you're old. Yeah, twenty-two years you're ago. Old. 22 you jesus only thing how long have i been working now uh, 31 got my first job at i just turned 17 a long fucking time ago <laughs> <laughs> um so I yeah that's lobster. uh it's super shitty that's uh fun. the grid uh has already started getting uh, messages from people like, or right, does this mean you guys are going to open now? Look, when we closed our doors, there were 250 cases a day. There were a thousand new cases yesterday. And those numbers are about to go up, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah they're going to spike. So while we were and holding out, moving. we were specifically holding out for uh, the initial kind of goal line of 3% positivity rate in um covid numbers you know in in the test results and uh uh, we're actually not far from that in maricopa county like maricopa county is at like 5.7 percent uh unfortunately now that everything is allowed to be open to 100 percent, i don't think that number is going to continue going down 
We'll see with how, I mean, at the very least, we've started being better at getting numbers of people vaccinated. Yeah, Arizona's actually doing all right on vaccinations. Interestingly, some friends of mine, um, like late, I don't know if it was late last night, but late one of these past nights, saw a post from a, uh, a vaccine site saying that they had vaccines that they had to distribute. And, um, they, you know, didn't have people in, basically it became a first come first serve thing because they had these doses that they had to use. And once they're thought out, you know, they yeah. have to, use. yeah. So, uh, they got in line, they ended up getting vaccinated at like one o'clock in the morning and, uh, um, uh, have their second, uh, vaccination scheduled. So. Like yeah, I I get my second one uh, this week and then I'm done. Nice. Mm-hmm. I and I, 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 oh, go ahead. Oh, say I I only felt like uh like regular queasy after after like getting a flu shot. So sure, you know, this weird like I didn't grow like a third arm out of my head. Obviously, I was actually gonna comment on that third arm. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it so obvious? It's coming out. Of- <laughs> But it's now you're out of, out of my butt, guys. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, now you've got autism because vaccines. Mm. Well, you know, it's the same chemicals that uh, will make frogs, you know, what? God, it's so. F- uh... <laughs> Here we go. Uh... Ever shall we discuss video games again? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, as they say, video, video games cause violence. So that's why they're not allowed anymore. Video games so cause violins. The, the vaccine's turning you conservative. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is new book. The, the whole reason <laughs> the, <laughs> the whole reason conservatives have been like, uh, you know how you never really accuse someone of something without evidence unless you're doing it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the projecting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bill oh, no. Gates is 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 trying to trying to mind control us with the vaccines. That's that's because that's actually what conservatives would do. Bill Bill Gates is going to use this mind control to turn everyone in America into a sodomite and an illegal alien. <laughs> <laughs> um. So something that uh, I wanted to uh, bring up. Weird thing happened last week. Actually, exactly a week ago. Last Sunday night. Um, I had some problems uh, sleeping because like and I've been having problems sleeping for for the past couple of weeks. It's been really, really rough. Um, I'm lethargic as fuck and uh, waking up in the middle of the night a lot of times. And that's actually why I went to the uh, dispensary for the first time, um, this past week is because weed helps keep me asleep. Um, but last Sunday night, or I guess Monday morning, it was like five 30 in the morning. I heard something and Jasmine laughed at me. Rapping at your chamber door. Honestly, kind of. Um, I told Jasmine when I woke up, I was like, I think there was a monkey on the roof. No. Because at 530 in the morning, I was woken up by loud thumps 
on my roof directly above my my uh, bedroom and a scream. And it sounded like a chimpanzee scream to me. So I got real confused. And no, this was before I had been to the dispensary, man. Like, so I turned to my, uh, unfortunately, my front yard camera had been out of commission, but my backyard camera picked up the scream. And then I remembered I use sleep recording like I my I have a sleep uh, tracking app on my cell phone that I use that, uh, you know, monitors my uh, everything through my watch and stuff like that. But it also does sleep recording. So snoring and and stuff like that. I don't know if this is going to transfer through uh, Discord, but it will. Uh, This is from the sleep recording. Riveting. It's yeah. It's the thumps. Yeah. So like the thumps. This, keep in mind, this is being recorded on my phone, which is on my bedside table, and the thumps are coming from the roof. So like, I'll try and make it sound like I'm just talking, so you can kind of hear it. Or, it yeah, yeah. I got the it. Boom, boom. And, then, and then it's a lot quieter. Let me see if I can boost this up even more. Uh, is it an eight-year-old in a chimpanzee costume? Here, uh, th- here's a, a real loud boost to the scream. Three eight-year-olds in a gorilla con- costume. It's like this. Here, let me. I, I guess I'm gonna have to talk in order to make it. Yeah, but it's this. Wow, wow. Uh, like, I heard that. So. <clears throat> uh, you're After not tell me that there's actually a monkey on your roof. You're not going to tell me this, are you, Ryan? <laughs> well, please, please tell me that there is a, a monkey. So <laughs> I need to put a monkey trap on your roof right now. <laughs> <laughs> I messaged uh, one of my coworkers the next morning. I was like, "Man, I think there was there was a monkey on my roof this morning." And he goes, "Well, it's not unheard of. People keep them as pets, and they do get out." I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Um, but uh, you, feel like you, need to, you need to buy a monkey gun is what you need. <laughs> Jasmine and I uh, kind of came to the conclusion that it was more realistic that it was a bobcat. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going with monkey on this because I, I want I want this to ultimately <laughs> result in you you getting into a fist fight with a with an ape <laughs> or a monkey. We will live stream that for the Topless Robot website. <laughs> Ryan Shrimp versus the incorrigible skunk ape. But it was fucking wild, <laughs> man. Like, just literally. <laughs> just hearing this and then a scream at 530 in the morning directly above my head is like, what the fuck is going on? That's why yeah. you bought a, buy Tyler a would probably That's think it was Jesus bats. making sure that you're sleeping all right. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus came early. <laughs> they were fucking bats, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And no, it's a monkey in a bat costume. My first, my first thought would not have been there's an animal. My first thought would be I'm going to be murdered <laughs> by birds or bats. Birds. Now you have to like get all the cameras and you have to point them like towards the roof. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I mean, on camera, you should go up there and look for there's probably track. I already did. You got to build a a monkey blind. There's no damage. There's no thing is a box with a a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Just put a whole bunch of bananas in the the gutters on or the like around the perimeter of your ceiling. And then on a piece of paper, you write. Ook ook, <laughs> which I believe tran- translates to safe habitat. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was that's, really weird. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, man, nothing like that happens at my house. I just the wish that my the only noises I hear above me are Zeke. So I just wish right, the only monkeys around here live in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that Thank you, Johnny Mathis. Um I wish that my front yard camera uh had been working because I can only imagine considering like the way that it was running, like the direction that the sound was going, that it ultimately like leapt off into the front yard so it would have been picked up by the cameras. Mm. Okay, Google killed the monkey. <laughs> The one Those camera that might have caught the perpetrator was not working. <laughs> We're gonna find monkey tracks, but like the 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 hands are on the wrong side, and like an outline of a gun, and <laughs> a, 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 bo- a a chocolate box. Uh, one of those. I'm gonna have a hard time. Ones not going over to your house in the middle of the night and, and be- <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, well now that you've told me on the roof no just all all of us uh in the middle of the night wearing monkey costumes go into his house and stand around his bed <laughs> on the windows. <laughs> no you see what, what we'll do is we'll get we'll get taxidermied monkeys and then just oh, put God. them on rc cars and have them slowly roll towards the house <laughs> <laughs> or, or we could just get, you know, like fake monkeys instead of dead monkeys. <laughs> it's, it's more lifelike if they're dead. <laughs> How ironic. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> to get those sock monkeys, like the giant, like full size body pillow size sock monkeys. <laughs> oh, God. I do love those. Those are cool. They are. They're very cool. So, um,. I'm really bummed that your story didn't end with a monkey actually on your roof, Ryan. Yeah, I, come on, what the fuck? Why I, can't you lie to us? I can neither. That was Schrodinger's monkey yeah, until you ruined the story a little bit. Next, I time. can I can neither confirm nor deny the uh, whether it was a uh, monkey or a bobcat. Keep Ryan's house weird. A monkey riding a bobcat. It could have been a monkey riding a bobcat. Uh, I definitely haven't uh, uh, oh. haven't uh, discounted that possibility. What if it was Bobcat Goldthwait doing a monkey impression on your roof at five o'clock in the morning? That's probably most likely, isn't it? What if it was Bobcat Goldthwait? I think you got about the same chances, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Bobcat Goldthwait with a monkey on his shoulders. <sighs> Could be, could be. Um, so, uh, switching gears back to video games. I'm still wanting to talk about Called the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on jumping the on my bed. <laughs> um, news oh, out of uh, the Diablo 2 Resurrected. If you happen to still have 
your Diablo uh, 2 game save, you can use it in Diablo 2 Resurrected. Oh boy. That is kind of cool, actually. And apparently Ooh. it's not even something that they intended on doing. It's just something that they were like, hey, I wonder if this will work. And it did. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they really didn't change anything besides the graphics. Yeah, the visuals. Yeah. I, I love that. Do you, uh, what was that? There was like a football arcade game where you could bring your uh, N64 memory. Um. Or something. Is it Blitz? Plug, plug, yeah, I think it was Blitz. I've always thought it, it was uh, that kind of thing was cool. Yeah, and, uh, well, I mean they also had the uh, uh, Pokemon Stadium, which you could plug in your mm-hmm. yellow, red, and blue versions and play with your team. That yeah. was always fun. Yeah, I always liked the arcade iteration of that specifically, where mm-hmm. because it you know where arcades had historically been a place to just do like momentary slice of gameplay kind of thing. Like there was no persistence of, of progress or anything like that in arcades, but you know, every once in a while you'd get an arcade machine, like initial D that would track all of your progress and, and shit like that. And that way effectively, like you have any arcade out there that has this game, you can just continue doing you know continue on with the game which i i always thought was a very cool and underutilized idea i mean arcades are all about like flexing you know bragging rights and like you know showing off what you know you've done whether it's beating the crap out of someone else's character or something so yeah any opportunity to like kind of show off your personal uh games and stuff is look how far i am yeah right yeah that level what like matadors entering the arena they too whipped out their memory (laughs) memory cards to do battle once again they should do that with tekken you know because you can customize your characters so much these days they should allow you to bring them to the arcade Uh, that would actually be pretty cool you you have to make the the peripheral stupid though they have to be like 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 gloves King of Iron Fist gloves. <laughs> you don't yeah. actually have to play the game. You like you, you're not. No, no, no. It's just like you just have to slap the console with it, but it only saves if you're wearing them. That's why I, I can never. I never do well in arcades. It's like I can only fight if Warring has a pizza strap to his back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I am a Harang uh, main as well. <laughs> I'm a key, I'm, I'm main. I never really got into Tekken. Really? Um, yeah, I was always. Um, I stayed in my my little Capcom corner with Street Fighter and, uh, but I was uh, and mostly Marvel vs. Capcom. Man, Tekken that. three was the place to be. Like that Tekken three, like super. That that for me is when. Okay. Was that the 3D one with the farting dinosaur? Uh, the uh, dinosaur no. doesn't fart. Um, Jack propels himself with his farts. Jack, uh, the robot man, can fly with his farts. Oh, right, 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 right. I, I just yeah, remember a bunch of weird characters in it. Tekken 3 had, yeah, it had gone. You could unlock. But Tekken 2 had, like, the kangaroo, who's mm-hmm. a costume was a raptor. Like, there was some... The there, kangaroo. Uh, he was in uh, Tekken 3 as well. Um, I forgot it gone, uh, gone didn't no gone did fart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a little, little, uh, he was, fi- uh, he was farting dinosaur too. Cause he was so short. Yeah. 
uh, and had probably the most tedious unlock uh, ever in Dr. Boskanovich, who's the creator of Yoshimitsu, who you have to go through their like final fight stages uh, in order to unlock him. And uh, um, but once you do, he's even more impossible to play as because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't stay standing upright. All of his moves are from a prone position. And uh, even once you get him like standing up, he takes a drink and falls back down. And his whole thing is like burping and and uh, attacking from the ground. I always love Yoshimitsu and I always played Yoshimitsu when in the Soul Calibur games. <laughs> yeah, Yoshimitsu is pretty great. I love it's just awesome how they redesign him every game. Yeah, like wildly redesign him every game. Now he's like some cyborg tentacle ninja. Yeah, you can break costume for him and the latest Tekken where he has like a shark on his head and it's really cool again. So is his <laughs> native game Tekken then? Is yes. That- Okay, I was never sure because I never really played too much Tekken. Tekken, uh, Tekken's a, Na- a Namco property, right? Yeah, it is. So Soul Calibur. Yep. Yeah. The, so the only uh, the only Nam- Namco fighter that I mean, I I played Soul Calibur a little later. Like I'm not the worst at it, but um, the only one of those I played when I was a kid was this one called Airgies. God bless the ring. Oh yeah, the uh, SquareSoft one. Yeah, the it had a bunch of not Tekken characters in it. As well as like Final Fantasy VII characters, yep. and yeah, like versus like Heihachi. Yep. Yeah. They um, yeah. had multi-tiered uh, fighting rings too. You know, yeah. uh, the following phrase I'm about to utter is going to be both embarrassing and indicative of who I was as a, as a child. But um, there was a fighter in that game who fought with yo-yos. Yep. And that's why when the Proyo guys came to my school, I bought two yo-yos and had them on holsters on my belt. Oh no! Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh look at that yo-yo! That shit lights up. It's it's not the yo-yo that is it's the uh, it's the holsters on your belt. Yeah, but to yeah. Your, are your bearings? What are your bearings uh, like, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do some. I had to do some modifications to it, but they're pretty Did good. You, does it light up still? Yeah. Show show the people. I can't. Yeah, you have to spin it. Yes. Show the people. I can't but get the proper. Spinning. I <laughs> drop drop it on the string. Sounds like you're really bad at yo-yos, Ryan. You know, it's got to go down before it goes up again. Man, I'm, I'm actually embarrassed to be on a podcast with him. He's not even good at yo-yos. Oh, look at that. The terrible form. Yeah, your string is wound too tight. This is uh, this is uh, disappointing, Ryan. This is a new... Yeah, sure. I didn't know. Snailmate yo-yos, $8 on the snailmate.com. I just have to say, this is a terrible, uh, terrible advertisement for you do it do it (laughs) (laughs) you need to practice i think people are gonna not buy his yo-yo those yo-yos now because they saw you just absolutely failing at that i'm embarrassed me too i'm brooks (laughs) (laughs) no refunds no refunds (laughs) i mean i've had this yo-yo for like two years now so in fact, after that pitiful display, you owe you owe, you owe more yeah. money. <laughs> he puts the fun in. No refunds. 
It was glowing, oh, but it's oh, hard to pick up with my lights on. Well, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Ah. There we go. Oh, come on, make it sleep, make it sleep. Walk the dog. Rock the cradle. Rock the cradle. <laughs> Welcome to Topless that Robot. With, uh, <laughs> that was Yo. Ryan Shrimp with the art of Yo. Yes. <laughs> yo. The Yo Yo is all in my head. Okay. <laughs> yo Yo Ma over here. I'm the Yo Yo Ma of Yo Yos. Thanks, Ryan. Now, what did you bring for show and tell? <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my, my friend has 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 a bed, and and my friend's bed, they 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 make yo-yos. <laughs> Very good. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> make sure that when you. Promote this. You do not make it sound like you are reading off of a cue card. Well, this is a this is a great segue, actually. Uh, well, I wasn't on the show last week because I was in the recording studio. Ooh. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. Mm-hmm. I am. Oh, that very soon, like April soon, we will be blessed with. Nail mate. Hot. Hot sauce. Okay. Oh, oh nice. nice. Hell yeah, and, uh, dude. Uh, from the High Desert Sauce Company out of Tucson, Arizona. This is Tucson. A, uh, let's see. Ghost pepper. It's got. Guajillo peppers, white vinegar, apple cider vinegar, orange peel, reaper, agave, and elderberry in it, and salt. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a spicy, coffee, yummy hot sauce. Nice. Your mother was a hunter, and your father smelled of elderberry hot sauce. <laughs> Hell yeah, also, dude. Congratulations. The, the, the lighting on the, on, on, the, on the picture there was kind of weird, so I thought they were hot dogs for a moment, and your mouth... <laughs> So I was like, wow, Snailmate branded hot dogs. That's We're not that cool, Tyler. <laughs> You're just like I would buy Snailmate, just... Snailmate branded hot dogs or even bologna. Drag, drag, <laughs> yes. the, drag the hot hot, uh, hot dog across the table, leave a snail trail. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes just like Kalen. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> just it, it was uh it's all hot dogs that were specifically bought and then marinated in the bathtub that you used for the hot tub or uh hot sauce for blood uh music video and they're, they're gamer girl hot dogs yeah mm. gamer girl hot dog water Free chocolate starfish with any purchase. <laughs> He's actually he actually marinated those hot dogs while wrapped in his own dirty underwear, just to give us a little bit of the extra Kalen flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, aside Did from else happened this week, like I swear I mean, that this week was very season finale fire. of WandaVision was on Friday. Ah, it's true, but we can't talk about that. Nope. No, we can't. Um, 
the uh i will say i think it was great um yeah we did but that shouldn't be a surprise because the series has been great uh after what we talked about last week um i finally started watching the harley quinn dc uh cartoon holy shit that's fucking amazing it's so good it is fucking hilarious and a great comic book legitimately outstanding um, and the number of people in that Jim Rash and, uh, Giuseppe, uh, uh, whatever the fuck, um, you for that. is that on HBO max? Yeah. Yep. It is cool. like, you know, you were talking about it being more of an adult cartoon. Uh, I was not prepared. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was absolutely not prepared. F-bombs for days. First We're, person who dies literally has their face ripped off. Yeah. And you see it all. It's great. And uh, <laughs> Alan Tudyk uh, is many different voices in it. He's a voice of the Joker. He's a voice of Clayface. He's, you know, the just... Uh, ah! Yeah, he's great. <laughs> does it compare to the, the, the gleaming luster of Paramount Plus TM? Oh, yeah. Paramount oh, Plus well, released, uh, which I mean, I was already a CBS Anywhere subscriber. So that excuse me, CBS All Access, All Let's Access, whatever the fuck. Does it transfer? Uh, it just yeah. turns into Paramount Plus. So, yeah, it, it, it was it was kind of annoying. Sounds dumb. My dad has CBS All Access. So uh, it's actually Paramount. pretty great because it takes. So, you know, they're all Viacom. Um, so that means that. Uh, we get a whole bunch of Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, we get a whole bunch of MTV stuff. Um, and Cheers. And yeah, all, all the CBS stuff that they already had up there. So uh, I started, oh God, no. Um, Star Trek Discovery. What? All Star Trek. Uh, Next Generation isn't on there, is it? No, it's 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 been... It's, I'm Next sure generation is on Netflix. Well, I, I know that Netflix has always had Star Trek, just like Amazon has always had Star Trek. It's kind of—I I don't know why they're—I don't know why, but um, I, I don't know if they're ever going to pull them or not. Hmm. If if they if they pull Star Trek, I've noticed that whatever um, Star Trek ends up on, uh, as far as formatting goes, uh, nerds follow it. For some reason, like Blu-ray, yeah, Star, like Star Trek, Star Trek, and like, like Star Trek Terminator. Discovery, Star Trek Discovery is. Mm. <laughs> um, but I started watching Ink Master on uh, Paramount Plus um, because I like tattoos and uh, I like Dave Navarro. Um, and I've never actually watched TV. Yeah, it's trashy reality TV. (laughs) I've never actually watched Ink Master. So what bothers me is Ink Master falls into the same category as like sci-fi's face off for me, where it's like like that show. They're actually legitimately doing like very, very cool and incredible things. And they're, uh, genuinely very talented people. And, uh, I love to watch that without the manufactured drama. Um, oh my God. Face off didn't 
have any of the manufactured drama for the most part, because in face off, like if a competitor or something was falling behind other people who were like ahead on uh, or you know, further along in their projects would drop what they were doing and help the person who was struggling to you know keep up and, and stuff like that. It was always about supporting each other and, and whatnot and face off. Um, like on this ink master, it's way less of that. It's a bunch of, you know, you can see who's an asshole right from the get go. And they're Dave Navarro. They are. Well, Dave Navarro's not really. He, he's he's a very sweet guy. Um, The uh, they're OK. You can tell who's an asshole just by some of the names that they've chosen. <laughs> Season one has a tattoo artist from New York who calls himself Al Fliction. Wow. Does anyone just put like AAA like when they're doing an arcade game? <laughs> Al Fliction. Al Fliction. Yeah. And then, and then his friend Thom Hardy. <laughs> He's he's a real asshole. He's a uh, uh, just a kind of a prick and who picks fights. Um, well, and they wear an affliction shirt onto the show, so they just let him change his name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my um, signature is just a Florida Lee and a skull. It's still oh, uh, very cool to see what they do and how they're judged by industry veterans because like for me i think of you know like i get my tattoos i want you know decent coloring and shading and a good uh, cartoony you know representation or whatever representation of what i'm going for you know which is like usually video games and cartoons cartoon characters so like i don't think about the different generational styles of tattooing. I know I'm aware of them like old school and, and uh, traditional American traditional style and, and stuff like that. But I don't know how to tell what's a good American traditional tattoo. Like I, I couldn't tell you the attributes of a good American traditional style tattoo. And, and neither could anybody at a rockability show. I don't yeah, know if you noticed. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's right on my ass. It's cool to like see what the judges are breaking down specifically uh, when they're judging for each of the different challenges, and it gives you just a lot of insight into it. It's really neat. Do you? you have, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you have? Do you guys have tattoos? Nope. No, I'm lazy. I have a, a lot that I want, but working for as little money as I have been for the last seven years of my life is uh, I've chosen to do things over getting tattoos. But no longer. But either. Welcome to the the adult world. Am I the Brooks? only person on a, on the podcast who has any tattoos? That's weird. Well, I don't. It's, I've never met anyone else without tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have. I haven't had because Dan tattoos. doesn't have any tattoos. Oh my god! Well, it's because Ryan took them all. <laughs> <laughs> slowly absorbing one every. Here, I'm just like, you know, impatiently awaiting for when I can get my next tattoo. 
tattoo. Um, Ryan's just all of our tattoos. That son of a bitch. Okay, so so that um, Ink Masters, Ink Masters is the name of the yeah. show. Um, where as far as manufactured drama goes on the show, where do they? If you had to compare it to a more egregious example, what would you say it was like? From Great British Baking Show to. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd say it's somewhere in the middle. Like, it's it's definitely not like they don't put a ton of the focus on the drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is drama there, mostly because of the personalities that they invite on. Um, come here to make friends. Yeah, there are some people who who are going into this with like with that mentality of like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. And uh, I think that, you know, in general, does a disservice to reality TV like that. That's where I usually shut out is when they're focusing on that kind of shit. But the focus is definitely on um, the like what they're doing and their technical capabilities and their ability to receive feedback and things like that. So, um, Mm. you know, when, when that's the focus, like there, what's the, the glass blowing one that's on Netflix too, Blown, uh, blown away. I absolutely love that. You know, like I love reality shows that focus on technical prowess and, uh, like really cool things like that. And uh, sure. I mean, I, I guess, in order for it to be sellable, they have to concoct some amount of fucking drama. Um, but as long as they well, keep that to a minimal and it's not the focus of the series, then, you know, I'm happy to watch a bunch of artisans practice their craft. Well, I retort with the great British baking show because there's zero drama on that show at all. And it is more, it's that's so not fascinating true. to watch. That's not true. Bingate. Well, Huh? Are you not familiar with Bingate? Bingate. Where oh, yeah. the old well, I, woman I, I, threw I, away I, the guy's rub on oh, your yeah, yeah, no, I I I saw that. Uh I, I mean as I don't I mean as far as the like the every episode there's some like cutaways of people talking shit about each right. other. They just nobody does that. It's and great. the um crafty show that Nick Offerman hosts with uh Oh yeah. Making Leslie it Nelson. I think is is what it's called. I I want to oh, say that's God. right. And they don't have they don't really have any drama either. So, like I said, there there's there is drama, it's just not the focus. And it's of a degree that I can tolerate it to watch these people work. I want to go back and watch Chopped now that Caleb just said Chopped. I'm pretty sure you said <laughs> Chopped was amazing. That's such do a good show. Do not read from the Necrodramacon. Don't forget, Alton Brown's a piece of shit. Oh, re- is he? What did he do? What did he do? You didn't hear about this? I thought that we no. even talked about it on the podcast. Don't break no, my heart. So. Alton what Brown... When Biden, like, was being inaugurated, Alton Brown made a fucking shitty Holocaust joke. Um, did he? Yeah. What did he say? about this. He asked if the, like, what color the concentration camp get-ups were going to be when Biden was, was being him? inaugurated. 
He's a fucking brainworms conservative. I did not know that. Picture that from him. Yeah, I That's didn't crazy. expect it at all, especially considering like how close friends he is with Adam Savage. That's very disappointing. Huh. Yeah, that I is bummed out. Hmm. Well, I guess it wasn't on Inauguration Day. It was on Election Day. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he said it was on November 10th. He said, do you think the camp uniforms will be striped like uh, the ones at Auschwitz or will plaid be in vogue? Oh, and he said something about not having any gold fillings. He uh, apparently was referencing how afraid he was for the country and used the Holocaust in an attempt to make light of the moment. Why is that everybody's go to? Like, you know, there there are far more things that you can you can make comparisons to without having to jump to that one yep it's like it's super low-hanging fruit <laughs> yeah disappointing mm-hmm. I, yeah. Liked him. I liked him I too you. i liked uh, the content that he uh produced but uh considering that point of view i will not be supporting him by consuming his media mm. i'll just watch it on pirating so then he doesn't get supported <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I will never do that <laughs> we do not condone piracy here at topless robot unless oh, it's literal not. piracy on on the the seven seas uh mm. we fully support you uh getting a boat and a crew of uh you know uh nerdy uh people and uh just taking taking to the oceans. We we absolutely don't, don't condone only that. Only if you do sea sh- sea shanties, Sealing the pirate bay. Indeed. <laughs> topless robot uh, uh, sea shanty, like topless robot themed. Like we need to write that. <laughs> sea shanties have recently come into vogue. Yes, we could get uh, famous. I've been listening to Sea Shanties for a very long time. Of course you have, Brooks. Of course you have. Come on. (laughs) I I, I had my nautical phase in 2012. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. There there is a contingent of people at some some bars I used to go to that I've ran into years later that still call me captain, so... I know that. Uh, how I how does none of this surprises me in in the slightest? I am not even a little bit taken aback by them by all this information. I've ran into those people that call you captain, and I'm always like, "How do you know him?" <laughs> captain Brooks, yeah. Captain Brooks. Not hi, on hi, this Captain. Podcast. Eddie's. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. What? I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple uh, under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Absorbent and yeah, yellow and porous is he. SpongeBob SquarePants. It's not a cool not touch. It's something you wish. <laughs> Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Uh, it is the new movie is already on Paramount Plus. We are not. We, we are not Paramount Plus shows. <laughs> we already heard enough of uh, enough of par- about Paramount Plus during the Super Bowl. 
Do you mean Paramount Plus? Yes, Paramount An Plus. exciting Plus. streaming service? Paramount, Paramount Plus? Plus? The new parent company of Topless Robot? Paramount Plus? Wow! Join us on the mountaintop. <laughs> the same platform as Magnum PI. <laughs> Welcome to the post show, oh, everybody. Man. That was the end of the episode. That was the end of the episode.